Support for this episode of Dungeons and Asians has been brought to you by Hero Forge Custom Miniatures, an amazing company that's helping us design the miniatures that we want to see at our gaming table. Learn more about them at heroforge.com. Hello and welcome back to a special episode of Dungeons and Asians. Uh, we the crew is is all here. Last time you heard us, it was just Amar and myself. We were talking about some uh, diversity issues in the D&D podcasting community. That's right. Uh, we had an amazing guest, Bashir Gauss. We were talking about Islam and representations of Muslims in tabletop RPGs um, for, for Steve and Agatha, because I glowed about this with Amar. Um, we found out that one of the most, you know, po- the positive representation, the most positive representation of Muslims in tabletop games is actually a war game. All oh. things called Infinity, Corvus Belly. There's also an RPG. Cool. I gotta yeah. look that up. Yeah, I, it's pretty cool. I could see that. I yeah. can see that. It's pretty sweet. Um so it was a really good session. Uh but we're back with you know some Dungeons and Asians, but with a special episode. We're calling this the real fake history of Shah. <laughs> <laughs> um another Amar title. Oh. Um we what if we made a character that was just the master of titles? Oh, that sounds great. That should be an official position. Okay, can we write that down? Because that, that's <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna an official position within the Sha, um, the master of titles, and it's somebody who's literally just bestows titles, and that's their role. Now you might hear Amar scribbling this down. It's because we have many many index cards in front of us. Because for this special episode of Dungeons and Asians, we're not playing Dungeons and Dragons. We're actually playing Microscope by Ben Robbins. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Amar, do you want to... Uh, actually, first, I, I, we should go into news. Yes. You're just so excited about I'm it. I'm just so excited. Yeah. I'm just so excited. But, okay, we have a little bit of news. First things first, uh, the Asians Represent crew will be at Breakout Con. Uh, that's March 20th to 22nd. It's crazy how full circle this is because last break, two Breakout Cons ago, Amar and I met. Mm-hmm. Then the following Breakout Con... Amar joined us in a panel, like we talked about when we first met. Which was an and amazing experience. And then at last Breakout Con, we met Steve. Yeah. And then the following Breakout Con, which is this Breakout Con, Steve's with us. <laughs> so who are we going to pick up at this Breakout Con? <laughs> <laughs> it could be uh, you, so listener. So come talk to us. <laughs> God. <laughs> but um, I actually do want to take a moment here, and I really just kind of appreciate and gush over how awesome daniel kwan is at lifting other people up along with it it's really really uh, a trait of yours i really admire but you know who could actually lift up people steve yeah absolutely <laughs> like uh, congrats to your gains by the way you've been posting about that on social media Big ups to you thank you thank you i've been working really hard at it recovering from the injury this is like super super nice for me to just like post and like get positivity like put it out there receive some back mm-hmm. it's great love the community and speaking of positivity not only are we going to be at BreakoCon. But uh, Steve and I are going to be in a new book that's coming out. Do you want to talk about it, Steve? Um, so it is called uh, Unbreakable. Uh, it's Unbreakable.com, right? UnbreakableRPG.com to sign up for the mailing list. Yeah, yeah. So it is an Asian-themed 5e anthology. I think it was inspired by like the un, uh, Uncaged, yep. um, which was really, really cool. It's going to be a whole bunch of adventures written by Asian writers. Uh, there's going to be a lot of really, really cool art and I don't, I don't know how much I'm allowed to talk about it, but my adventure, at least, I'm going to talk about it. Talk about your adventure. Absolutely. So I took this, like, huge Vietnamese spin on it. You, like, climb a mountain. There's a big temple, and there's a bunch of monsters you fight. 
and you just get joined by all these Vietnamese monks, and they all have different personalities and things like that, and you just punch your way all through to the end, uh, and then kill this, defeat this great big like spirit of greed, and then the temple is all safe, and they teach you how to like spin fire and punch fire and things like that, and that's the reward for the is players. It's just called punching fire. That sounds so cool. It was, that was my working title, but my editor told me that you know maybe let's make it a little more professional. Yeah, and then you also edited another adventure. And, well, well, we were both actually writers and editors on this project. That's right, yeah. Uh, my adventure is actually something I think Agatha would really like. Oh, Out yeah? Of all of us at the table, I feel like Agatha and Amar would love this the most. It's the exact opposite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> half of this table. <laughs> half of this table. <laughs> I think uh, because... Half of the listening. Well, well uh, because I think audience. that, like, you two have... Um, your play styles are you engage less with the mechanics because Steve and I have a lot of experience with D&D. We were familiar with that. But you two engage less with the mechanics and more with the narrative, mm. right? And like Amar, you're like a naturally very introspective person. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my adventure is literally the opposite of Steve's. Um, my adventure is called uh, Drowned Souls of the Hidden Stream. And it's about it's based on this village I actually visited in China. And it basically allows the players to kind of deal with the outcome and the fallout of imperial greed. And essentially what's happened is this village has been flooded and the players encounter a flooded village where you can really only go onto the rooftops or into these big structures like temples. Mm-hmm. And it's haunted by the spirits of people who basically were left there. Cool. And the two main antagonists are actually a couple who were stewards of a temple and they're trapped there because of their bond and their duty to something. And the players kind of have to navigate it. So it's a campaign. It's an adventure that you could actually do punch, punch, punch everything, or you could do no punching mm-hmm. and talk your way through the whole thing. Cool. Yeah. So there, there's, there are like some incredible writers, but not to mention incredible Asian artists. Oh, yeah. Like we're talking about artists who have, you know, uh, who are well-known and artists who are just getting into this. And that's what I kind of love about this is that it's really a book for everyone from the creator's perspective. It wasn't just people with names. It was people who just had a passion for this. And I, I'm, I'm very hopeful that this will be the first volume of many to come. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So head to uh, UnbreakableRPG.com to join the mailing list for when this thing comes out on DriveThruRPG. And, you know, follow everybody on social media. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's get into the game. Uh, Amar, do you want to do a breakdown of Microscope? Because unlike the first five episodes of Dungeons and Asians, I'm not going to be leading this. You are. That's right. Uh, so Microscope is, I guess, a story game more so than a proper sort of full-on tabletop role-playing game. <clears throat> and it's focuses on creating a history, creating uh, a history in broad strokes. So it focuses on uh, an overarching uh, narrative for the history. So this might be something like uh, an ancient empire rises and falls. And it's fantastic for world building. And there are no dice. The mechanics are a bunch of cue cards, which is what we'll be scribbling on as we create this history collaboratively. And that's what I really like about the game. Yeah. And I think the idea with this, when we basically agreed to do it, was that we want, unlike you know other actual plays... You know, that are like maybe based on the Forgotten Realms. You know, people who are listening can actually go and read about this. They can look up what this town is. Mm-hmm. Um, but with ours, everything is brand new. And yeah. people are so engaged with the story. They love the characters. But we also want you 
to love the world as much as you love the characters. Mm -hmm. And we haven't given you enough opportunities to love the world. And so this is how we're going to do it. So at the end of all of this, we're going to take a whole bunch of pictures of this and we're going to post it on our social media. So mm -hmm. you can find that on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash AZNS represent. That means, Amar, they have to write neatly. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do this. So what, what, do we, what do we do? How do we start? Um, so the first step uh, for the setup phase is to come up with a big picture narrative. And the one we agreed on uh, is the rise of Shah. Okay. So, the next step is to bookend this history, which is to say we are going to write on two cards a start, uh, starting event uh, or period, it's called. Uh, so that a period is a very large period of time. It can be decades. It can be centuries. Time really isn't uh, very uh, specified in this game, and that is important to the way the game flows. So the starting period... Uh, we are going to work out, and we're going to figure out the ending period. Well, I think we already established the ending period, mm -hmm. and the ending period is the coronation of Josha. So I'm going to write that, right? I'm just, I just fill up the whole card? Uh, yep. Uh, oh, okay, so I have to write, use it vertically. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, uh, the different uh, kinds of history that you can create is written uh, in different orientations on the cue cards. So you can write it, uh, so you portrait style is for periods, and events are horizontal, and then scenes are... Uh, vertical again now the next thing we're going to do after having written down uh, in much clearer handwriting i think steve should do all of the handwriting so okay let's establish this can we all just write in capital letters it just makes everything way more legible and like it slows us down a little bit but fine i'm okay with that That's I, I, I have like a shit or i just have a request just my, don't, don't tease my handwriting, my handwriting also sucks <laughs> no like, no i'm just kidding uh, I my handwriting has actually been mistaken for Arabic before. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, when I was doing martial arts, I was like at the gym while working on my like my. Okay, fine. No, no, I'm just if you need to. No, I already know. What I, okay. I just threw the cue card angrily on the ground. Mm -hmm. um, I was doing some work, like handwriting notes, and then somebody came and was like, "I didn't know you could write Arabic." And I'm like, "That's English." Oh, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So okay, after cool. writing down the description, we're also going to uh, choose a tone for that period. And that's sort of uh, either it's light or it's dark. Is it binary? Yes. Uh, usually, yes. Okay. It is. So have you played Minecraft? I've never played Minecraft. I've never played it before. Oh, have you not? No, no. Oh, okay. I, I read the rules good. maybe like two years ago, and I was mm. like, that sounds neat. Mm -hmm. And now I'm here. Yeah. yeah. So every time, it, oh, don't color it in. That means it's dark. Is the coronation of the Empress Josha a dark thing? or a... It is now. It is now. Okay, great. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess what the events of this particular campaign have shown is that at least uh, maybe she's lost the mandate of heaven. No, it's yeah. not her. It, oh, oh, yeah, it is her. It is so her. Maybe right. it is kind of a dark thing. Even okay, though... in, but in our world, it's the will of the sky. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. It, when we say light and dark, does that mean anything as... Like, when we say tone, we mean, like, tone as, like, the person who, like, sees this dark as in, like, the people who were there all understood this was, like, a dark time. Yeah, it was, like, a dark time. So think of it as kind of, like, the Dark Ages, which historically isn't a thing, but what we're doing here, because, you know, when it was the Dark Ages in it's Europe. It's because people weren't, like, producing art, right? Well, yeah, basically. That and, I mean, whatever. It's a very that Western... That and the plague. Anyway. Uh, 
Uh, go play a, Plague Tale Innocence. <laughs> and it's a very Western-centric pers perspective, yeah. too. What they called Dark Age in, in Europe, uh, of course, was uh, often a time for enlightenment and, uh, a lot of, and a lot of other cultures. But, uh, so think about it more like that. Like, it's not about mm -hmm. the history. It's about sort of the myth of it, right? Like, the fall of Rome is considered a dark kind of yeah. event. Okay. Uh, even though it's, you know, whatever. It's complicated, obviously, as most yeah. of these things are. Yeah, that helps. Okay, what is the starting event for the rise of Shah? Which is to say, what were the Emerald Realms like potentially before? Who? And do we like go round table for this, or is everyone? This is pitch? we don't it's have just, to, we, we, just, we just spitball, right? So this yeah. moment, we're all collaborative, collaborative, yeah. And yeah. then later on, we do it individually. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So the setup phase is a lot more collaborative, and then after that, into the uh, actual game, you're on your own. Other people can ask for clarification, but that's it. Do you think there should be a time of unity between all of the the different factions, all the different kingdoms? And that was before before. The yeah, I mean, so uh, it, the period that you modeled sort of Xi'an is the Three Kingdoms, is that right? Yeah, it's like Han Dynasty into mm -hmm. the Three Kingdoms. Right. So do you think that, how does that sound to everybody? It could also be the, the time where magic was a lot more... Ooh, Ooh so, so more ambiguous be like a, the time of magic, the age of magic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sure, that sounds good. I like that. I like that. Because that, that's kind of going from like a chaotic kind of like way i guess i don't know if you're picturing it that way sure i mean you can definitely add that into that age once you're like the time of well if it's a time of magic then we're gonna have to figure out what the end of the age of magic well so that's what this would be probably is the end of the age of magic um oh. that is the start of the rise of Shah. are we gonna call it the rise of Shah, the age of like blades or something Ooh, i like that Okay, so, so the, the age of magic ends. ends. So the age of magic ends. That's our then... starting point. <laughs> what? No. Sorry, Agatha started writing in like lowercase, and then quickly corrected it, and it's flawless. <laughs> you can't tell. Yeah, as you can see with mine. You with wouldn't... mine. <laughs> see, you would not have been able to tell if you didn't say. That's exactly what so, I said. But we actually, when we finally post these on social media, people are going to look and be like, "Okay, so that one's Agatha's. That one's Steve's. That one's clearly Daniel's." <laughs> That one's in Arabic. What? <laughs> um, I don't know if that's light or dark. So, uh, and of course, that doesn't necessarily mean the age, like magic has disappeared from the world. That could be more of a gradual uh, leaving out. So wait, the age of magic ends? But the age of magic, yeah, ends. No, well, no, that's, no, wait, how? Is so it... the starting point is like in our narrative, in our timeline, mm -hmm. this, this is the starting point. So does it start with the age of magic, like us entering the age of magic, or does it start yeah, with the age this, of magic ending? Because we're talking about the rise of shout. No, it's just an age in general. No, sorry. This is the starting like the, of the, our like history. If it was like yeah. a narrative blip. Yeah, it, yeah. This is just a starting point. And just because this is the age of magic doesn't mean things like happening after that does not have magic. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, that's what I mean is even if you wrote the age of magic ends, there's still magic in the world. Right? Yeah, yeah. But it's just that was like a previous civilization. It was a Yeah, so basically if it goes mean? this way towards the coronation of Empress Josha, yeah. is th this part is the age of magic and then this part is the age of whatever we want to call it. I Does I don't know. Sense? I don't know if I would think of it that way except that that specific moment in time is the age of magic. I don't know what happens before Sorry, that. Sorry, but we're trying to write out the start. Of yeah, this is like a starting point. Okay. Like we need like a sure. fixed point. Okay, sure. Right, so. Uh, so it could be something about the age of magic. Right. And it doesn't have to be that it ends. Yeah, it right. could be something else. Okay. okay. We, we were just considering before Shia what was there because we at some point need to say yes. this is the start of Shia. Yes, yes. We can yes. call it like the age of magic and something. 
or just mm-hmm. the age of magic we I, could just keep it i think vague we can for keep now it the age of magic because we can always add more events in there mm-hmm. and then this is just like a like a heading of a thing right mm-hmm. yeah okay i'm done so do we think uh that is um a, a light uh tone or a dark tone because you've you've uh, drawn us a, a circle with nothing in it yeah. which indicates a light tone um so i think it should be dark but that's just me Sure. I like okay. So dark. why dark? I don't know. <laughs> well, so I mean, throw it out. I, I just think I just think it should be. Um, but but I I would love to see what people add to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like that. You know, if the sort of shining beacon of Sha comes out of an age of darkness, that's cool. Or maybe a, like a is is the shining beacon of Sha like a good thing? I think it's just interesting to not have a contrast like, oh, back in the old days it was good and now it sucks. Yeah, or, for sure. Oh, back in the old days it sucked and now we're more civilized. I like that they're both the same. Yeah. So, okay, so we so I guess we'll determine why the Age of Magic is considered dark then mm-hmm. as we, you know, play. Mm-hmm. Uh the next step is to figure out a palette, which is to say add or ban ingredients. We're basically skipping that because we've already been playing in this world and I've kind of created it to some degree already. No guns. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, if there's something you want to ban immediately, that's fine. So uh, the adding and banning is essentially uh, something that you would expect to be in the world, uh, but you want to ban it. Like you, you want it to be not there, basically. Uh, or... Let's start that from take that from the top. All right, let me see if I can change the. It's not usually like that. Yeah. Should we put something heavier on the other side? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Why is it doing that? Fourth queen. That's, it seems to be a bit here, better here, now. Here, here. Oh. I don't know if that would necessarily be enough, but hopefully. For the queen, use your, use your camera. Game. Use your camera. Oh, I'm gonna. I might want to take it. pictures. Oh, okay. I mean, true. I mean, jokes sometimes. <laughs> no jokes. This is a very serious table. Oh, okay. It's very serious, okay. serious business. So, so let's go from serious the beginning business. again. Uh, I mean, I figured we can probably just cut most of this palette conversation anyway. We're not doing palettes? Um, yeah, I just kind of figured palette isn't super interesting to hear, to, to listen to, I mean. And we already have kind of a shared no, sense of what dragons. it's like. <laughs> yes, elves. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I think we all, we're already pretty good with that. Okay, mm-hmm. so now we've set our sort of our beginning and end. Mm-hmm. We have the Age of Magic and then the Coronation of Empress Josia. That's right. Uh, so uh, then we are looking at uh, the first pass. Group decisions are now over. Now, f- for the rest of the game, uh, each player will make decisions individually and has vast power to shape history. Uh, so I can... Uh, so Agatha just like triumphantly raised a blank index card. I'm very, I'm very scared. <laughs> Everybody has massive authorial power. Agatha writes just right say everyone dies. <laughs> everyone falls in love. Uh, and <laughs> the period is light. That's what I want. <laughs> uh, so uh, we can go in any order uh, that we would like, and we would uh, add either a period, which again is a just kind of a long period stretch of time that's undefined. Could be decades, could be centuries, uh, and or an actual event. So, how do we indicate whether it's a period or an event? If it's a period, you write on it portrait style, like we have the start and end periods. Okay. Uh, if it is an event, you will turn that horizontal. Okay. And events have to be within periods. So uh, I'm actually going to start. Um, I'm going to write uh, an event, so mm-hmm. that means it's landscape, Yep. right? So I'm going to call it War of the Sands. 
And which period would you like to add it to? What do you mean? So uh, events have to be nested within periods. So events are specific things that are happening inside a period. So uh, you could say War of the Sands, that happened during the Age of Magic, or the coronation of oh, yeah. the Empress Oh, yeah, the Age of Magic. Ooh, okay, Ooh. very cool. And so you can just put that physically below the relevant period. Okay. Do events also have fun circles that are filled in or light? Yes, so you we do tones for everything. Okay. Is it light or dark? <gasps> it's, Ooh, light. it's light. Because we're talking about the rise of Sha. Oh, that... Says you. I think this is a dystopia run by a totalitarian oh, person. Oh, that's great. I like that. You a mean Kiana? <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Uh, so I have a question about. So should play. we be should we be talking about these things too, or are we just sure. going to keep going through it? Yeah. So, yeah. so my, my idea with the War of the Sands was actually, uh, if you go back to episode one of the show and you listen to uh, the the preamble I did, I talked about a character named Shunxia the Great, who was the first Empress of Xia. And the idea that I've had in mind this entire time is that she actually uses her power over water and ravages an entire civilization after a long period of war, mm -hmm. stabilizing the region for Sha. And that's why I made the War of the Sands a positive for the people of Sha. Because this leader rose up and essentially wiped out their enemy. Cool. Wow. And then that's where the line starts. Fascinating. Uh, I have a question about gameplay. Mm -hmm. So do we want to do the thing where we have the focus and then have a lens or no? That starts after the first, uh, first, first round. Pass? The oh, first okay. pass, yeah. Cool. So who, who else wants to write a, a card? Um, you can add a period or you can add an event within a period. I didn't quite get it in, uh, but obviously what I'm an expert as, at is a marketing Oh God! Oh, I hate, I hate, I hate myself. Oh God! For, I liked it. I'm doing, I'm doing snapping finger guns for everybody oh, at home. God. I'm into it. <laughs> Steve, I feel like we should don't all, encourage. Let's just let <laughs> Amar take me. over the Asians represent Twitter for a day and see what happens. <laughs> oh, we'll call it a marketing day. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, now I hate it. <laughs> oh, good. We all said we. Well, no, it was just Agatha. Because I think we both really like Agatha was like, I hated Dungeons and Asians. Was it you who said that? <laughs> no, or I that hated was, it. No. You hated yeah, it. No, Amar hated, hated it. it and you created it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. I, okay. So, so I like it's it. not personal. <laughs> I hate most of my creations. You love the Cinemar. I do love the Cinemar. That is one that I do love. Anyway. Um, so what's what's who's going to go next? So I put the War of Sands in the Age of Mad. Yeah. This one is uh, any order. So um, whoever would like to go first, uh, go, uh, go next. I, I guess like my hesitation is that. Obviously, we only have two periods right now, so it makes the most sense to like put another period in there to like yeah, open up the board a little bit. Too, yeah. Sure. Um, and like we have a period here that's the coronation of the Empress, yeah, and we have one that's the Age of Magic, but like one's like an almost like an event to me. You're right. The coronation oh, right. is like uh, yeah. is like an event. So what if we made? What if we rewrote that the coronation of Empress Josia as an event? Um, yeah, because we know we want, and that. then we 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 make a new sort of period to well or we can just change the coronation we could just change that to like the rise of uh empress Xia, uh, Josha, uh or the or we could I, I or the reign of uh empress Josha. Steve, what were you thinking steve yeah i think i think the reign makes sense because i think uh, like a lot happens when Josha is in like power okay yeah. i get that feel yeah that makes sense sure sounds good so that i'm going to so, so you can hold off on that you don't have to use 
well that's going to be an event this is an event within the rain right but are you using your turn to write that no i think this is we're just making a correction okay yeah but i mean that's the correction is what i'm saying is that now it's oh okay i see yeah, so we don't need the event within that it's implied. i'm just gonna write this and hold on to it then yes yeah, oh, you can hang on to it i time. just realized this is like the reign of the empress and like it's a dark time and like that oh yeah that hits me yeah, yeah that right. feels like heavy yeah you, there, i have so much stuff planned i mean it's kind <laughs> oh. of true it is it is absolutely so much stuff planned um okay so what's next? Uh, so Steve, we, you, Agatha and Steve technically haven't added anything. Amar, does, do you get to add too? Uh, yep. So this round, in the first pass, we're all just going to go around in any order. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, but so, yeah, consider your ideas. What are we calling the Mandate of Heaven? In oh, this? the Will of the Sky. Okay. Will of the Sky <laughs> compels you. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Steve, you look like you're deep in thought. Yeah, I'm thinking like... The Age of Magic and how we've been playing so far, I feel like the Age of Magic has ended somewhere in here. So you could add an event that is that basically says the Age of Magic event uh, ends. But we and can't call it specific. the Fall of Magic. <laughs> to avoid confusion. TM, TM. TM, TM. <laughs> I don't think I got that. It's a game. Yeah. It's called oh. The Fall of Magic. Right. I basically don't play video games anymore. No, it's a, t- it's it's a tabletop, tabletop storytelling game. game. Oh, well, then I should really get on top of it. Come on, Mar. I only laughed because I wanted to fit in. <laughs> <laughs> just an inside but joke I, with I, I would just eye. say c- consider what event it could be make it up and describe it to us like you know the a the end of the age of magic could be very yeah significant. so just like speaking out loud here i'm feeling like the empress one of the one of the the royal heads decided that magic needs to be like put in a place mm-hmm. and like controlled Ooh. um oh um, oh uh one of the things we said the person who has the will of the sky amar is called the sky child Oh, interesting. If okay. that helps. Sure. Thank so you. like the cultivation of magic? Is that or is a... it like the, the, the binding of magic? The, I like Ooh, I like binding. binding. I like the idea good. of the like binding. bringing so, it in. So this is like, so the age of magic is a time when in, because it's negative, it's dark, right? Mm-hmm. Is when Sha, maybe the people of who are inhabiting. Don't, don't add. Okay. Don't, don't add. add. I Sorry. was going to say, yeah. Uh, I the love GM that we're me. so collaborative yeah. at the table, but this is on you, Steve. Yeah. I like the idea of like the binding of magic. That sounds really cool. But that I'm actually going to... I'm going to make it, I'm already thinking ahead. I want to make it a light tone. And I'm actually going to call this the binding of chaos. Oh, oh. that's really good. Should, should we put magic Even in brackets or just? No. Nope. Okay, cool. <laughs> I've only, I'm only one episode into The Witcher. Yeah. I've played like a lot of the games. I find it actually really disconcerting. Did I say this already on the podcast? I find it really disconcerting because it's Superman doing Batman's voice. <laughs> oh yeah, you did say that. Yeah. But he That's does a... the voice really well. It's it's very much like the video game girl's so voice. Yeah, and he's hot enough to make me think of the video game girl as well. <laughs> who who do you think is hotter, the video game girl or Henry Cavill girl? Mister Cavill, and only because like I think because phys- you know he could reload his biceps, but in this case <laughs> it's crossbows. <laughs> I think physically, uh, it's definitely the the show one. I, I went back to the video games and it feels like a video game. He's charming in the video games. That's true. He's yeah. a little more like gruff. I'm a, I'm a sad, lonely wolf uh, <laughs> in the show. Anyway. Uh, so uh, Steve put the Binding of Chaos. So is this a event or a period? This is a period. Okay, great. So I'm, feel, I'm feeling like this is, this many is events a, this happened. Within the Binding of Chaos. Yeah, so many, many events happened during this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, potentially, mm-hmm. and at the end of it, everyone just understood that this is the time that all chaos was bound. 
right. whatever that happens to mean. So what I like about that, like this whole game, is that the Binding of Chaos makes the Age of Magic make sense to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In at least how it's worked out, yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's the same for you, Agatha. This, yeah, this whole thing makes way more sense to me now that Steve's put that there. Yes, yeah, and that's what a lot of the game is: is uh, figuring out the missing pieces, writing them in, but then you also add other pieces that completely change your understanding of the whole history, which is, I think, the real magic of this game. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I am going to throw one in here. Uh, and I am going to call it, uh, so what I'm going to try, so uh, as a reference, start with your description and then write it down. Something is a placeholder because the real game isn't the cards. The real game is what we've described to each other. Right. Mm. So okay. let's, yeah, don't focus too much. The cards are like reference. Much. Yeah, exactly. They're just, cool. uh, you know, touchstones. Oh, and we have the luxury of this being recorded. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> um, so there was a point, there's a story that is told that the uh, rulers of Shia tell to justify their right to rule. Uh, the story the story that they tell of the first uh, emperor or ruler of uh, Shia who got the will of the sky. And this is based on somewhat uh, actual events, and I'm adding that in as a period after the Binding of Chaos, but before, obviously... The, the mythical story of getting the will of the sky. Yes. So it's dark. But I'm making it dark. Because, Do you have to say why, or is it just like a thing? Uh, you can you can ask for clarification, certainly. Okay, so why is it dark? Um, I think that what the mythical story is and what the actual events of that are very different. And I think that what was involved in getting the like will of the sky probably um, hurt a lot of people. Mm. I mean, we'll we can all figure out why it happened too. But I think cool. it, I think that it, you know, like they, you know, some one of the, you know, the first ruler of Xiao went off onto. And this is not ca- canon, I guess. I'm just throwing this out there. Yeah. But like the way you can tell the story could be like, oh, the first ruler of Xiao went off and did this quest and fought a dragon, and then the dragon was like, okay, fine, you can be the ruler of whatever. But what actually happened was like, you know, a province full of peasants was killed or something. Yeah, so they, do you yeah. think this is an event or a period? I think. Uh, well, maybe it's the dissemination of this mythical story. Maybe the mythical story is propaganda. Uh, so I think that the, that's a good point. And I think it's a period because there's a story you tell about it, but then there's actually a long period of time okay. where uh, the rulers of Shia actually consolidated the power. Right? So, I mean, we can work it out a little bit more too. But I think the actual story that was happening behind the myth and the propaganda mm-hmm. is that there's a long period of time when the rulers of Shia uh, consolidated the power mm-hmm. and made sure that everybody understood that they were going to be in charge as well as gaining power over the public as well. Okay. Uh, what is the name of that village? Oh, sorry. Are, okay. are you still talking about your thing? Or nope. So I think, I think it's actually a period, but the period is labeled as this mythical... So we have it... So you. So we haven't said like, so right now, whatever is on here is canon. So the Age of Magic is a thing. Mm-hmm. War of the Sands is a thing. The Binding of Chaos is a thing. The mythical story of getting the will of the sky is a thing. But not, and it's dark. But why it's dark is not canon yet because yes. there's no card for it. Yes, we can work it out. Well, we've talked about it, but it's yep. not canon air quotes. Yeah. Like what if you can be like, oh, I think it's dark because X, Y, Z and put in another yeah. period or event later to kind of cast a new interpretation on it i so one of the things that i find really hard about this is like i want to throw my ideas out right now yeah and i'm like hold back what is <laughs> the back. what is the name of the village that uh the party visited the, the... Jingda. okay Ooh, nice oh oh yeah oh so this is your thing Agatha. yes yes so i think during the binding of chaos um there was definitely 
What would? Ugh. <laughs> Lowercase already. No, it's okay. Just write it. Uh, there was definitely an uprising in oh. Jingdu. Oh. oh. Is this uprising related to this mythical story? Like the truth? No. Sorry, I so realize that's it's, confusing, so I'm going to change before, that. So it's before that. Uh, it, this is during the Binding of Chaos, which is when uh, mm. magic was being reigned in a lot. And if we recall, uh, Jingda is famous for making... Those pots? Pots. Uh, sorry. Pot. Yeah. Pot. Pot. I feel like I'm... No, you're good. You're good. A lot yeah. of the spitting sound. Um, anyway, it's uh, for making the pots that are magical. And I think this is the place... Where um, I think uh, that the uprising is not from humans, but was from uh, other beings that, that have gained consciousness so, and are therefore magical. So you're going to put that cool. the other otherworldly beings on that? Sure, I'll put that in brackets. So so then that makes that bit canon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I mean, we can also, at the end of this episode or just in between episodes, make changes discuss what uh, we actually consider will become canon. But Yeah, but this is cool. And yes. we could even do a review of everything. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, I think we should totally do You know what would be review. really cool? If this was actually in a book and Duan is actually teaching Walid how to read this book. Oh, and yeah. And they're reading this history. The history of Shah. Yeah. That would be, yeah. Cute. Like that. I don't know if this is dark or if it's light. Can you make changes to whether it's dark or light? Once it's... Uh, generally not. Okay, cool. Yeah, because part of the fun is it, uh, like working within what's already there. And again, the real magic of this is when you reinterpret everything based on one period that somebody throws down. So right. don't be afraid to throw in something that's a little off the wall. Uh, you obviously can't negate what's something that's happened, but you can just throw it in there and you'll go, whoa. So then w- while... Okay, okay, so I get this. I've decided it's light, and it's because this is the decisive, uh, like this crushing the Jingda Wh- uprising. Which one does it go? To in... It goes under the binding of chaos. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, this is the kind of pivotal moment that historians talk about, mm-hmm. as in this is what the, the final linchpin that bound the chaos. Okay, whatever this chaos is. Yes. So sure. now that. Everyone's gone. Mm-hmm. What happens next tomorrow? So now we get into a uh, regular play. And uh, in front of everybody here, they have a uh, piece of paper that gives them the overview of play. Oh. Do I have to read all these words? No, I will, <laughs> I will read for you. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Uh, so the first one, is, so the way that the rest of the game works is you, everybody takes turn being the lens, and then everybody goes around uh, responding basically to the lens. So... The lens is called such because they declare the focus. I will be the first lens. I will declare a particular part of the history that I'm really interested in in exploring right now. And then I will ask everybody uh, to go around the table and create a period, event, or scene anywhere in the history that we've created. Sorry, what's a scene in this case? So a scene is kind of the smallest... uh, smallest uh, kind of unit of history in this case we actually get to role play characters we make up what and, yeah right so if you want to role play out uh, you know the jingda uprising by other worldly beings if you want to role play out like the the commander who is uh you know about to be attacked by all these things we can have a little scene about that and we'll get into the scene rules if it comes up oh that's cool but yes, I didn't know that, and I'm so like I'm jazzed about this now. Oh yeah, because that's why it's a you know it's kind of a 
tabletop. It's a role-playing game adjacent. It's mm -hmm. more of a story game, but it's definitely got that element. You know, this would be really good live if we did this live and then had an audience be part of it. Mm -hmm. So they could just see us writing in lowercase and then be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> or then having the audience be like, what do you want to do? Mm. I don't know. Okay, so, uh, so you... You're the lens because you're teaching the game. Mm -hmm. So you declare focus. Then each player makes history. And then the lens finishes the focus. That's right. Okay. So I'm looking at this uh, at the table. And I'm, there's so much interesting and cool stuff here. Uh, I think I want to learn a bit more about the binding of chaos. That, that period. So... Um, I'm going to declare that as the focus that, I'm, uh, that I want to focus a bit more on the binding of chaos. Now that doesn't mean you have to create events or scenes only within that period. The binding of chaos could be, you know, you create an, uh, an event uh, about during the reign of the Empress of Shosha, where I don't know archaeologists have found evidence of this ancient battle or something like that. So you can be you can do anywhere in the history, but, but it has to be related. It to has that. to be related to that. Um, so yeah, I think I do want to do a event within within the binding of chaos well i think i want to do an event within um the sort of mythical period of getting the will of the sky okay cool and i think because that this is the nature of creation myths uh frequently i think that maybe what uh, is going on there is that there is actually whatever the reality might sorry whatever the myth in the story might be but i think that there's actually a time a period when uh give me the name of a like like a commander agatha's bet much better with names yeah <laughs> give me the name of commander what kind of a vibe does this commander have? <laughs> uh basically uh commander Zhao, uh Zhao from avazar <laughs> the last airbender if you know that one uh he, he's kind of a He's not the nicest person around, mm. uh, but he's a dedicated and sort of loyal commander, basically. Okay. Uh, Anhui. A-N-H-U-I. A-N-H-U-I. Commander Anhui. Uh, did I get anywhere close to the pronunciation there? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh, <clears throat> destroys. Oh, Oh, God. You have so much power. I love this game. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, the so these otherworldly beings. Can you uh, let's? Um, well, that you get to pick that. Then I do, but oh. I'm trying to find like another name for them, basically. Oh. Right? Like I, I want to pick like a particular faction of those, and I think I want to pick ones that um, travel by air, like they have wings or something. So they're almost like oh, okay. So not like elementals. No, in this case, no. I think it'd be. Um, I'm thinking something that is kind of similar to basically um, your character, like your shrimp person. It destroys uh, the shrimp. But, no, no, but it's but not like, a shrimp. No, but it's not the a shrimp. A flying people. shrimp. What if? What if? Well, because <laughs> like it's the other world. They're like whatever. Don't uh, kind of like a demigod. Things. Yeah, something like that. Like uh, there's like a. So I need like a name that would be kind of like a mythological for like flying mythological creatures, basically. Any thoughts? All I can offer you is like the D and D flying races, Why, uh, but that's like not no super helpful. Oh. No, that's fine. Can it just be like cranes or something? Oh, oh yeah, okay, the cranes. Yeah, these are like monstrous and demonic, enormous cranes. No, cranes have... are beautiful. No, I know, but I'm these sure. are. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
Uh, and they have like uh, teeth as well as their beaks. It's not a good look. Like a duck. Right. Yeah. But it's a so crane. you're calling it a crane. <laughs> oh, stronghold. So there, there are all multiple races. Uh, I figured. Yeah, I figured that there are multiple uh, factions and groups of uh, otherworldly beings. If there are shrimp, there are cranes. <laughs> if there are shrimp, there are cranes. Well, maybe cranes is just like I wouldn't say a placeholder, but a an umbrella term used to refer to all. Flying, flying, or I would just say anthropomorphic mm-hmm. creatures. Oh. Yeah. That's what I thought we were operating oh. off of the whole time. So, like, the cranes are a collective, so there are shrimp people, there are this and that, but we're all cranes, yeah. But then, or maybe that's what they call you because what do the cranes symbolize in this mm-hmm. case? What do the cranes symbolize? Um, I don't know, magic, don't know. It, it could be. Oh, yeah, right. Do the cranes symbolize magic, or do they symbolize are they? Uh, omens we'll see we'll see i don't know but but like in the narrative like dong fang was cast out of heaven and turned into this yes so maybe well in this case you were potentially turned into an extinct race oh interesting cool dang maybe Fair yeah so that's 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 the fun part of the game for me is yeah. you're constantly reevaluating everything you know so who's next uh so next up uh, so i have uh made a uh event so it's, and then uh to the left of the uh, the current focus uh, will be Agatha, who will go next. Oh, I see. And the okay, the focus and then we'll go is, around like that. Yep. The focus is the binding of chaos. Yes, yes. But anything, but it can be in any period, but it has to be related to that, like a consequence of the binding of chaos or an antecedent to the binding of chaos. Okay, yeah. I got it. Yeah. And oh. for the first round, let's stick to periods and events. And then if we want to do a scene, like after we've got a bit more under our belt, I think that would be. Good. Sounds good to me. Oh. If we even get to scenes. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm going to put an event under the mythical uh, period of getting the will of the sky. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And it is um, the event is what's what's the name of that historian? Oh, Penyan. Yeah, how do you spell that again? P A N Y A N. Uh, it's Penyan begins the history of Xia. Ooh, okay. Oh, like so Penyan is super, super old because we we did establish that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Okay, I'm gonna try to do all counts this time. You can do it. I believe in you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you, I Steve. You that. you have been you have been very quiet during this. I'm. He's patiently my, waiting his turn. I'm waiting my Unlike turn. some people we know. You know what? <laughs> I'm out. No, <laughs> no, no I, I'm waiting, but I'm also, I'm like very immersed from like a design point of view of like how this actually plays out. Oh, it's From great. like the fact that there are no clicky clack math rocks. Um, and <laughs> clicky clack math rocks. That's a shirt. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, That's a catchphrase. And we're just playing, like even just the mechanic of we have to write everything down really kind of like puts a weight behind everything mm-hmm. it's like you have to wait and one person has the pen and the paper and they have all the power yeah yeah and like even that alone i'm like that's very like the I power dynamic like, is very different from a D game absolutely because everybody's the gym it's positive oh maybe not i don't know if it's positive or not so would you write panyan begins the history of sha oh. so uh personally i actually kind of choose it somewhat randomly because one of the things that's interesting is trying to make that fit. Yeah. If that makes sense. I have a very contrarian nature. So uh, I want to make this dark because I'm like, oh, that's more interesting. Yeah. But I don't know if I 
actually want that or if it's just because I'm below country and like that. See, this gets me thinking because when we talked about the War of the Sands, I talked about the first Empress, but the history isn't written mm-hmm. until that time, that point in time. Yes. That means the history might not actually be true. I agree. <laughs> Maybe it's not. I think That's why this is making I, it I'm dark. Kind of, I'm kind of curious on a meta um, pers- part, which is... A, uh, no, uh, it's no, no, in the, next the, one the mythical... Yeah, it's under, again, it's under the mythical period of getting the will of the sky. But what I'm curious about is, are we thinking about this in terms of objectively, like objectively, objectively, or are we thinking of this in terms of the way that people in Shah would think about it? I'm thinking about it from the perspective of Shah, because, I mean, we are writing this for for our book and for our adventure. Mm -hmm. So we are writing, in my mind, as the GM, because I have to use this, right? Yeah. I'm thinking about it from the perspective of Shah. Okay. Yeah. This is something of an objective history, but within it, there is this artifact, which is the history of Shah as the people in Shah understand it. Okay. And of course, I'm really interested in how people tell stories and tell histories and understand themselves through them, which is why I did this weird highbrow thing where I was like the mythical period, but then what actually happened? Right. And the reason why I asked that is because, see, the way I was thinking about it with Hanyan begins the history of Shah is that this isn't objectively a dark period, but maybe to the people of Shah, it's not necessarily, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, sorry, a dark event. Okay. So but, like the literal transcribing of history is a dark event? Or I I believe that what I'm thinking about it is that Panyan is writing it, um, but not necessarily to the benefit um, of Shah. Ooh, okay. Oh, that, that actually ties into what I was going to write, too. I was so. also going to write something somewhat similar to that. <laughs> but see, this is the objective side, right? And this is not what Shah thinks, necessarily, the people of Shah. So this is why I wanted to clarify it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I think we can call out, oh, I think this is what the people of Shah think, okay. but you can yeah. call out that dramatic irony. And then okay. this is also for the listeners, too, who are who can't see what we're writing mm-hmm. and are just listening to the audio, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So, so it's now Steve's Wait, are you turn. recording this? This is a gross breach of trust. No, no, these these aren't microphones. Ignore those. <laughs> I just thought it was a very weird shaped cup. <laughs> a, a neti pot, maybe. Anyway. Oh, gross. Oh, gross. <laughs> just pick your nose like a normal person. <laughs> Steve is full of cookity-clack math rocks. Yeah. Pick your nose like a normal person. That's my brand. Hey, follow me on all the socials. Yeah, no, uh, go for it. Uh, DM I, Steve. Yeah. Thanks. Um, I, uh, I'm going to write something and I, I don't know, like how, how spicy should the things we write be? Is spicier better or is like more, um, kind of tempered better? Well, uh, go with, no, I understand your point. Like, um, things that may seem very boring can often be seeds for something really interesting coming up. Okay. So, but you don't have to be particularly one way or the other. Do what interests you. Also, describe it first, then write it down. And it still okay. has to relate to the Binding of Chaos. So what I'm picturing here is from the Binding of Chaos, um, there has to be like like order implies hierarchy. Mm-hmm. I'd like to introduce the idea that there were mentors and they were like the first mentors. I want to talk about them. And the reason is because I remember in one of our games, we were talking about how um, Joshua has just one mentor left. Mm-hmm. And I'd like that to be like a formal thing that goes back in history. Like mentors are like a very respected type of person, mm-hmm. uh, occupation, whatever it happens to be. So I wanted to write something about 
uh, mentors coming into like formalization. Mm-hmm. And I want to write the first mentors pick their pupils. Oh, I okay. I have a question. Wait. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, is go this, ahead. Is this mentors to the ruler? Like the grand tutor? Uh, so I'm actually thinking mentors of like aspects of whatever this chaos happens to be. I think we're implying magic. Mm-hmm. But I'd like these mentors to be like, I am teaching people specifically about magic and certain aspects of it. So the binding of chaos. So wait. So these mentors basically bring order and understanding to the chaos, and that is the binding of it. That is that. That's what I'm understanding. I'm thinking there might be like pupils, like they're passing on knowledge to these pupils who would be like, generally, there's people of mm-hmm. Shah. Okay. And I'm thinking these mentors are actually otherworldly beings. Okay, so they just, oh, I like this, where they just kind of like appeared and then are like. Oh, me, literally like the gods being. Let me bestow you wisdom. Yeah, you guys suck at this. Like, this <laughs> is not going well. I'm going to teach you how to actually harness So chaos. like the Prometheus brings fire to humanity sort of thing. Yes. Yeah, except this is like a, a series of mentors who have all come down and agreed like, this is what we're going to do. They pick their pupils and like oh, kind of went from there. Are these the cranes? Wait, wait, no, stop asking leading Sorry. questions. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm so That's used a to it. Question. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really like that because, I mean, it adds a different tone to the Binding of Chaos rather than just the violent one that we have right now with the uh, Jingda uh, uprising. Mm-hmm. Well, even the Jingda uprising is like a positive thing. Yes, but yeah. like it's aggressive, like it's violent. It's aggressive, yeah. So, okay, I want to see what Steve writes. So I'm going to write the first... Uh, we call them tutors or mentors? I think okay. we call them mentors. I was waiting for Steve to finally write something so I could jump on him on his crappy handwriting, but it's actually really good. No, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. You, you, see this? you haven't right seen here? it before? That's right. Yeah, you got an amazing hand. So what do, are we calling them mentors or we call them tutors? Uh, I, I, we call them like dementors. Like they were the worst. They were the worst part of prison. It was the dementors. <laughs> I'm, I'm and they're just flying around. I'm going to use our mentor. I feel like mentor. Divine There's tutors. a lot more like... Because the capital M, I think. There, there's a more intimacy for me for the word mentor than there is for the word tutor. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. tutors, there's a disconnect. Yeah. yeah, we can work it out. So the first mentors. See, I choose there. Look how fast Steve is writing all caps. I'm so jealous. Disciples. I was going to use nice. the word pupils. I like the word I like disciple, disciples. Is it, like is it positive dark? or... A oh, light or dark. I got to make a circle here. So is that a light thing or a dark thing? I'm going to go light. I like, okay. I like, it just flows naturally for me. That feels like more natural. I'm not. So. I have another question. So is that before or after the Jingda uprising? Oh, yeah. Are these in order? Yes. Yeah. These are in chronological oh, order. Yeah. So you could put this higher up if you want. Nope. I'm going to put it right there. Okay. I feel like the uprising was like yeah. uh, uh, almost like a catalyst. Mm-hmm. for like this next event okay it definitely so, affected it so the first uh, mentor chooses their disciple after the jingda uprising within the period of the binding of chaos mm-hmm. oh my god mr kwan so for the listeners this is just like the producer side uh for the listeners uh starting from producer's the producer's corner <laughs> producer's corner uh starting from the age of magic we have an event called the war of sands Moving on, we have another period that revolves around the binding of chaos. And within this binding of chaos, whatever we define chaos as, loosely magic, there is an uprising in the town of Jingda, which results in the first mentors choosing their disciples. It may not result in that. May we, not. Could, we could add more we, events in between too. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
following that, that we have the the mythical period of you know getting the will of the sky uh and then with that we have the anhoi commander anhoi destroys the crane stronghold and then what's that one panyan oh panyan begins the history of Shah. panyan panyan and then finally it ends with the reign of empress Josha. um oh man so it has to relate to the binding of chaos and, and a part of me I want to define what the chaos is. Oh, okay. Yeah. I want to define what the chaos is. And I believe that I want to, I want to do something interesting. So I want to say, um, Shinsha bestows magic upon her people. Whoa. Creating a, a perhaps an underclass and an overclass instantly. Yep. Or not? Maybe. No, maybe. We'll Who knows? Okay. So yeah, give, give us give us more information about that. Um, I think there's this war, right? Drastical. Oh yes. I and think. And the tone. Oh, oh dark. dark. <laughs> uh, and it is yeah now the first event in the Binding of Chaos. Well, it's before so, the Jingda uprising. Yes. So I think that she has great intentions. I think that following the War of the Sand, she has this... I, th- I feel like Shinsha almost just like appears out of nowhere as if she was the first mentor. And she basically ends this war by immediately picking a side. Oh, okay, okay. So the gods take a side and she wipes out an entire civilization in the uh, Shimmering Badlands. Whoa. The Ancient Ones. She wipes them out who, by... Who? Who? Shinsha. Oh, she's an ancient one? No. She wipes out the entire ancient one civilization, the old ones, the lower Oh, oh, oh yeah. right. Okay, okay. Uh, she wipes out their civilization by drawing all of the water out of this verdant land and creating the Shimmering Badlands. Whoa. In this incredible display of divine magic. In the War of the Sands? In the, in the War of the Sands. I see. And I think she unifies a people and then as like a final act gives them magic so that they can defend themselves against retaliation from other lands. So she dead? I think she disappears. I think she vanishes. Oh, but wait, that I doesn't sh- go I sh- there. I shouldn't have asked that. But she that becomes, doesn't she go there. She a force ghost. She becomes, and what is your name? <laughs> oh, Ning <laughs> Skywalker. <laughs> Great. It's canon. Write it. It's canon. That's awesome. Um, Do we just ruin the movie for, spoil the movie for some people? You spoil the movie for some people. It's been I a just while. Wow. <laughs> a... Steve's just full of singers today. Wow. I'm spicy. Okay, and so you get to do the last one? Yes, yeah, so I could get to do uh, one Lens more. Lens finishes um, the focus. I can, in fact, do two nested items, but I think I'm going to stick to one, and I'm going to add a period. Wait, what is a nested item? Uh, sorry, so I, I could do a period and an event, or two uh, events or something? an event and a scene. Ah, gotcha. It has to be nested. Oh my god. Biting of chaos. What more? Yeah. Can I can I gush a little bit about how the uprising is like the wiping out of people and it's still like a positive thing? Because Yeah, right? Like the the upright like I was in to Warsaw who? recently. Who's who stages this? Like I was in Warsaw and they have the Uprising Museum, which oh. is all about, you know, the Polish people saying, Enough is enough, let's mm-hmm. fight back. Yeah. And they lose. And it's still called the uprising, even though they lose. Basically yeah. everything. Oh yeah. 
Uh, I played one of the best tabletop role-playing games uh, sessions I've ever had. We played 10 candles in a uh, radiation research lab, two stories underground, and we played out the Warsaw Uprising. It was oh my harrowing. I love 10 candles so much. I still have not played it. Uh, this I need was, to of course, play this. Oh, I have good. criticism about 10 candles and how I think it could be better, but that's for <gasps> that's for something else. Well, what if we played 10 candles and tried someone, to make it better? Someone needs to run it for me. Well, I want us to do it, but... I, I want us to, you know, like doing audio and playing with fire and all that. It it gets complicated. Yeah, we mm. do it on. Do it. Yeah, well, maybe we'll have streaming. one camera on the candles and then cameras on each of our faces or something. Yeah, that that will be a production. Yeah. But sorry, That's I went I went on a tangent. I had to gush a little bit. No, yeah, but I love yeah, that word. I just want just, to know. I just want to know more about that uprising because it's it the the way it fits in there. I want to know that. Yeah. I like it too. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to add a period. I'm going to add a period. Um, hmm. Now I've just realized that, that. Well, while you're thinking, so I can fill the air. <laughs> no, no, I've just, I've just, loud, but... I've just realized that like the age of magic is here, mm-hmm. but then she gives them magic here. Yeah, I thought you did that on purpose. I didn't, but it seems interesting now. Yeah. yeah. So okay. how I do love we make it. both? Yeah. How, how do we square the circle, right? Uh, yeah. Like maybe there's just an age of magic and everybody has magic, but then at some point uh, everybody loses magic, but some people get it back. Oh, so then we can put another period here. Or so I could put a period uh, right now that um, maybe that's what happens is magic disappears in the world. And maybe that's where the chaos comes from. Do you want to write that? Yeah. I'm going to add that as a period is, uh, well, actually, that'd be more an event, wouldn't it? Uh, magic suddenly disappears. Yeah, wouldn't that be event under the Age of Magic? Yeah, I'll do that then. Magic. Why? Who does it? Exactly. Now, would that go before the War of the Sands or after? Uh, I think it would go i am totally messing up the spelling on this no you did it right no you're good you're good uh you just hyphenated suddenly in the bad place (laughs) yeah so it's judgment in your words it's a process uh but i want to make it really big and really easy to read uh and i'm gonna go ahead and say that this is a light thing what oh and it's and i'm gonna say it's gonna be before so maybe it leads to the war of the sands oh that's cool Maybe it doesn't. Maybe like ten other scenes, uh, ten other events happen between those two. But sick. There we go. Okay, so what? So we just finished step three. Mm-hmm. So after after we've all taken a uh, we've all all taken a run at this, uh, we are now going to choose a legacy. The player to the right of the lens picks something from play, which is say this round. Okay. Uh, and makes it a legacy, and you explore that legacy by creating an event or a dictated scene. So that's a scene that we don't play out. You just tell us what happened in the scene, but this is very specific. It involves specific people. Okay. Um, either the one just created or the one already in play. Okay. And so it's basically we elaborate on one thing. You do. I elaborate on yes, one thing. Because Daniel Juan is sitting on my right, you will be choosing the legacy. Oh, shit. So you pick one thing. That, say, that, that was played. Yeah. So I have Shinsha bestows magic upon her people. Mm-hmm. I have magic suddenly disappears. I have um, the first mentors, choose the disciples, and then Panyan begins the history of Shah. 
Mm-hmm. So I have to pick one of these things and then add something that relates to them. Yeah, Wait. an event or a dictated scene. Okay. Wait, can't you pick any of those? Uh, I think for the first round, yeah, you can pick anything from. The, no, I don't mind with those ones. They're all really good. Yeah. Wait, um, was there a reason why it was? Sorry, was there a reason why it was only those? Or. Uh, yeah, it's uh, you choose a legacy from what was just done in that round. Oh, I see. Okay. That yeah. So let's let's go with those. I'm fine with that. Uh, unless I'm misunderstanding the rules, in which case I'm sure I will get a lot of Twitter hate. No, I don't think you'll get Twitter hate. All love. No, it's true. Actually, our our community is like the most supportive people of listeners. Everybody's listeners. so cool. Yeah. Um. Honestly, this would be so fun if we could play this digitally. Figure out a way to do it online. I was looking into that, but anyway. Yeah. If we, if we figure yeah, out a it way. Yeah, it says during this last focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. The last round. So I'm going to pick. Yes. Okay. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to pick Panyan Begins This, The History of Shah. And I'm going to actually write an event. Ooh. Uh, okay. Event or dictated scene? Event. Okay. Yeah. And. I'm going to write, and it's, I'm going to keep it super vague so we can work off of it. I'm just going to write, the uh, the mythic story is lost. Ooh, okay. Oh. So the mythical story is lost. Um, I, I think it could be is lost from, like, the public perception, mm-hmm. or is just, for some reason, gone from so, so, so there's discourse. So the disc, the current discourse is that there is no creation myth. Uh, the current discourse is that there, the gods, there is a, there is some sort of mythical story about the gods choosing a leader, because we haven't established where leadership comes from yet, right? Okay. Mm. Well, okay. So no. So when I, I only wanted to clarify what you meant by the myth, mythical story is lost. So does this mean that the public think that they don't have? No, because Amar said that when uh, the mythical period of getting the will of the sky, there is this, you said, Amar said it was dark because there is one way in which the public believes that the will of the sky was obtained. And then there is the truth. Mm, Okay. And I think the mythical story, I think basically the truth is revealed. Oh. Oh, so do you want to write that instead? Probably, I would say the truth about the will of the sky is revealed. Yeah, I like. Yeah, that. that's that's way clearer. Um, okay, so I'm gonna do that. Oh, that's very interesting. So it's like, yeah, so it's the propaganda, like so, something got through behind the propaganda. Yeah, uh, the truth about the will of the sky is revealed. Okay, so who's next after this? Uh, so after this, um, we will choose a new focus. Uh, sorry, a new lens which is going to go to my left, which is Agatha, who will choose something uh, else to focus on from everything that's on the table. And okay. I'm going to make this, make this light. No, dark. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'm, man. Like, is this before or after Panyam begins the history of Shia? Uh Oh, this is going to be um, after Anui destroys the stronghold, so before Panyam. Hmm. So maybe there's a they're connected in some way. Ooh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Because huh. if it's before, then maybe Panyan has been commissioned to write a new history of Shia. That's basically what I'm thinking. Yeah. So Very I, interesting. So I see that we have like a a list of things that we should probably include in here. Um and I don't remember who that person is. The Quay, Quay the, 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 shadow the Shadow Tigress. tigress. Who? So basically, there is an event in Shah's history that we touched on where demons kind of 
come out of the earth mm. and they ravage the land. And Kui, the shadow tigress, is this mythical figure who, alongside the four nobles, mm-hmm. vanquish or I guess imprison all the demons back under the earth. And in the last episode, the characters learned that these very demons are coming back. And there is no Koi the Shadow Tigress, and there are no Four Nobles. Ooh, okay. Okay. So uh, you could declare that to be your focus and create a period or an event or something related to that? Now, uh, because this is because we are playing this within the context of an existing setting and an existing narrative, the things that I just said have to be canon within this game. Yes. Uh, but they don't have to necessarily show up in this microscope session. Exactly. We yeah. could do it again in the next one or... Yeah, I feel like this is one of many microscope sessions. Mm, yeah. And maybe every couple episodes we do a world building session. Oh, that'd be fun. That would get very complicated. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we could well we could basically take all of this and then put it into some sort of sheet. Oh, I see. And then we can refer to it and then just build section by section. That's mm-hmm. true. A Trello board? A Trello board, exactly. <laughs> nice. Uh, I like I, that. And we can create a mythical world as comprehensive as Tolkien's. But way more diverse. Way more so diverse. I think yeah, his world is very diverse. It's just not entirely positive. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm going to yes, I'm going to have a focus, and it's going to be called uh, the the tearing of the earth. Oh, is this so? Is this a period or an event? This is a sorry. It's a period. Okay. Mm, okay. You, what did you say the focus was going to be? This is not the focus. The focus is the four what? Nobles. Four nobles. The four nobles and the... So the, the the focus has to be part of the history we're going to explore, and the four nobles are not in the history yet. Oh, is that is that right? But you can introduce it now. But you can fine. introduce it now. That's fine. So we can honestly make... Um, I feel like a pre-made period could be the rise of the four nobles. Okay. I mean, that's up to you, though. Yeah. You can just say, oh, the four nobles is the thing I'm going to the focus four on. Nobles. Oh, and so the, the tearing of the earth is a part of that. Yeah. Oh, so the so the uh, the the focus doesn't have to be on the board already. No, not yet. Oh, okay. I was confused yeah. about that. Okay. Um, so that actually, can be I think maybe it should be, but I don't really care. I, I don't. Can, I, it's I think fine. it's more fun to just make it up. Yeah, because then an event could be the rise of the four nobles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I don't know where it should be. Now the space between the periods could be centuries, right? So there's a lot that can happen in between. So you can stick it wherever you want. Yes, I'm just thinking of like I'm trying to make it fit in with what we see right now. Or put it down, and we'll we will uh, bend our brains trying to figure out how it interacts with everything else. The age of magic. Magic suddenly disappears, and then at some point there's the binding of chaos. Oh, wait, magic disappears, and then there's the War of the Sands. And then, so this has to go in that, that this row here. In a way, I feel like the tearing of the earth cannot go before the binding of chaos because, because Sunja is still alive. And yeah. I think the tearing of the earth is quite a long period. So is it, a, is, it, is it before or after the mythic story? I think it's definitely before the mythic story. Okay. I'm interested to see where the tearing of the earth relates to these mentors. So now the periods in order are the oh, Age wait. of Magic, the Binding of oh, wait, Chaos. Oh, Agatha, are you changing your mind? Yeah. Oh, I forgot about the mentors. That's 
Mm. That's fine. Then yeah, like, that's oh, totally wait. fine. Now we yeah. have to go with it. Well, and we now we have to figure out, wait, how do we square all of this stuff, right? And okay. then that right. leads to like cool new stuff. Okay, I'll leave it then. Okay. So the uh, order of the periods right now is the Age of Magic, which is our starting period. Then the Binding of Chaos happens at some point after that. And then uh, the Tearing of the Earth happens at some point. And then the mythical period of getting the will of the sky. And ultimately, it will uh, end with the period of uh, the reign of the Empress Shosha. Mm-hmm. When you wrote the tearing of the earth, did you mean like earthquakes or did you mean like continents being ripped apart? Oh. Or is it a metaphorical tearing of the earth? I think this is definitely, when people refer to this time, it is. Is it like cataclysm? E- ca- sorry. Like, is it a cataclysmic event? Yeah. I think so. It is. It's definitely something that people are like. These are like bad things that are happening, and I think it is both. Okay. So, like, not only were islands being ripped asunder from the mainland, people's houses were being like yeah. lost to like cracks in the earth, and yeah. like no one could really explain it. Yeah. That's the okay. Yeah. Now you can also make a nested uh, event if you like, just really? to kind of give it a real yeah. Oh, when I thought I could focus, only... You can do uh, both two things when you're the focus. Oh. So yeah. if you just want to add an event just to kind of really give this thing some gas, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, uh, this is exciting. Mm-hmm. I really like this. I think during the, the tearing of the earth, um, there's, uh, because you never know when it's going to, where it's going to happen, uh, I think. But, mm, well, okay, never mind. I think during the tearing of the earth, there was definitely um, a period called the Great Migration. I mean, a, a, an event called the Great Migration, where Ooh. a lot of people moved from one part of the continent to another because they that that part was ravaged mm-hmm. by by the terrors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Great Migration, yeah. Ooh, that does some interesting things as a setup to the genocides that are happening on either side of this period. <laughs> What? Like the Jingda uprising seems to involve a large number of people dying, maybe, and then I was throwing out maybe there's in sort of the period that is referred to as getting the will of the sky might also involve large scale murder. Right. Uh, the Great Migration uh, is dark. Yeah, people lost their home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Something forced them. So what forced them? It's the hard. tearing. It's or hard. whatever came of that tearing. It's hard to not make it dark yeah yeah steve you're next i'm very interested in trying to circle the square of like the first mentors here i envision them as like being a benevolent kind of force like look you guys need like help we have come from like the heavens we're here to help you blah 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 and then all of a sudden something had to happen and now like the world is starting to come apart yeah yeah and i think the only way i can really circle that square is if i write uh the first mentors are betrayed and Whoa! I, so I'm, <laughs> so I'm gonna immediately write an event that happens after my event, which is the betrayal of the first mentors. So I'm interested. One of the things that I've I've noticed is that magic suddenly disappears, and then Shinsha surrenders her essence to give people that magic back. Never mind. It makes sense to me now yep. that I say it out loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just looks like it's in such close proximity, mm-hmm. like at least on the table. I'm like, oh, yeah, right, real quick. But really, it it doesn't have to. Yeah. And that, like, moment of insight, that's what I love about this game, because yeah. it's just what I call an insight cascade or an insight gasm. Okay. Insight gasm. Yeah. It's when, like, like, things snap into focus okay, and you can, so like, get light it. Light or dark. It's such a pleasurable experience. Oh, 
light or dark. So, like, initially, obviously, betrayal is, like, a very, like, negative connotation word. Yeah. But it depends on how the mentors act. And, 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 this is, and this is, like, how the people of Shah, like, understand this and how they feel about it. Because uh-huh. what we have here is Shinsha has, like, brought some more order to the world, has, like, ended a war, basically. Mm. Uh, there was an uprising that was just smacked down. These first mentors chose their disciples, which was originally like a very light thing. Yeah. Um, so people were happy about these mentors. And those mentors were betrayed and the earth was torn apart. Well, they're not necessarily well, right they, after. There's stuff that can happen after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, we and we don't know if the tearing of the earth was a sudden thing or if it was a gradual building up. True, true. Like global warming. <laughs> Is this, is what this all session was about? Just uh, like the <laughs> Um Yeah, this whole I'm just playing out my existential dread about my life. No, oh, God. I I feel like if I make this light, then the word betrayal either has to take a new meaning for the people of Shah mm-hmm. or Yeah or I we, change the word. Yeah, like the overthrowing. Of the first usurping. So I'm gonna keep this positive, but I'm gonna cross the word betrayal. And I'm gonna write supersession. <laughs> cool. I like that. What I love about this moment is this is how this is exactly what I meant when I I really like the way um, like stories about the past are told versus what the past itself might have been like. Because yep. using just that w- w- like one word choice changes the connotation so completely. Absolutely. Right? So I think people look at this like, wow, what a great moment to become better than your mentor, mm-hmm. and that's now <sighs> like a great thing that people really respect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with that. Cool. All right. Thank you for this game for making me think about like how I can turn the word betrayal into something more positive. Mm-hmm. I'm basically <laughs> a historian now. Except it's even darker now. Welcome, welcome to. <laughs> I guess it is. Okay. So. Mm. Okay. So I want to, I want to kind of touch on something that we, kind of brought into play in our first episode Ooh. and we talk about we talked about how the shah actually settled in the southern fertile floodplain mm. and i think what i'm going to do is i'm going to make a positive and it's going to be the great migration and i'm going to say the people of shah settle in the southern floodplain that's good so that Ooh. means that they started off somewhere else interesting mm-hmm. yeah. um I would say the descendants of Shinsha. Yeah, I like that. Ooh, they're not like, like genetic, but like yeah, they're yeah, the yeah. followers of Shinsha. No, yeah. the descendants. No, descendants. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Keep it yeah. descendants. Oh, and, and that kind of thing is often told in mythical histories, right? Or sorry, not mythical, but mythicized histories. Like on Earth, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like rulers are often, you know, father, mother, whatever. So. I'm going to say the descendants of Shinsha settle the southern floodplains. Now, what, one of the things that I think we should do is... Positive uh, or negative? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. What is the tone? Positive. So one one thing within our campaign setting is that that Southern Floodplains has to be... We can't change that within this game of Microscope because that's where the story is currently set. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and this is under the tearing of the earth and after the Great Migration. Yes. Because this is the result of the Great Migration cool uh 
I am going to throw a pretty simple one out there. The Earth is healed. Ooh, cool. Which is after... I'm putting it right before the end, which is the reign of Josha. Now, there could be, you know, decades or century in between those two events happening. Yeah, I like that. Right. But Here, somehow, let's... the Earth is healed. Cool. And it's a period of time. Like, it doesn't just happen. Yes. Yeah. It's not an event. It's a period. Yeah. It takes time. And there are, um, maybe that there are multiple things that contribute to the Earth being healed, and these are these events. Okay. Yep. Yep. Should we, should I, should we have an event? I mean, sorry, so, uh, so a now... scene? Well, yeah. Sorry, want. don't you get to nest something if you want? I do. The uh, lens. Because I'm yes. the lens. So now. she gets to add a. Hey, look at me. I'm the lens now. <laughs> <laughs> Period, event, or scene, or two nested things. V. Mm. Now we'll say for the sake of time. No, no scenes. I don't. I don't know. What do we want to do? You could dictate a scene. You could dictate. We would have scene. to play a scene. You can dictate a scene. So when when Agatha dictates a scene, do we put that? We do we write that down and put it in? Uh, yeah. So she writes out a little summary. But yeah, this dictating a scene is, you know, I think that's self-explanatory. Yeah. Hmm. So you could add an event and a dictate a scene as well, and you also write out a description of the scene as well. Okay. What did I say the focus was? I think you said four nobles, but uh, I think it ended up the being tearing the tearing of the earth. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. I'll just. Leave it as the tearing of the earth because it's too too hard to push it back. There. I mean, the four nobles could always be a part of an event in the healing of the earth, mm, right? Right, because when the earth is finally sealed up, sealed up, air quotes, mm -hmm. the demons go back inside. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Maybe, but maybe it's a... until we describe it and put it down on a card, it's not it's canon. Interesting speculation. If it helps, I can also <laughs> ask you a leading question. Uh, I thought, wait, I got flack for asking leading <laughs> questions. It's because you didn't say you were asking a leading question. Oh, God. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think... What was going to be your leading question, Steve? Now I'm curious. I was just being a shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I'll write The Rise of the Four Nobles. Uh, sorry, remind me the Four Nobles are... Oh, the um, oh shoot, Jade um, Phoenix. No, the the Vermilion Bird. The that's close. That's a Phoenix, right? That's a Phoenix, but it's not Jade. Yeah, yeah, but Vermilion Bird. Okay, all right. It's a different color. Okay, <laughs> you just God. listen to our producer. <laughs> <laughs> so it's um, so one of the things we have here. I gotta pull it Wait, up. Wait, there's now. also a red Jade that exists. It does, but it's not the, the prized jade. Uh, Vermilion so bird, the azure dragon, the black uh, black tur turtle, and the white tiger. The shadow tigress is not a noble. No, she's the leader of the nobles. Oh, okay, okay. She is. She is. Mm. The, oh, she's the, beyond. She's nobler than noble. <gasps> I don't know if we were supposed to know that yet. What? But one might no, I think it was implied that the that she she is like um, the shadow tigress is the leader of the four nobles. Yeah, she's like Voltron. The what? They form Voltron together. That's it. We just went. We just went sci-fi. <laughs> okay, we're stopping D and D, and we're now going to play Coriolis. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'd, I'd be down for Coriolis. But... Um. Okay, I'm going to write the four nobles walk the earth. Ooh, I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. I like that description. Yeah. It's evocative. I imagine. I imagine the four nobles, not because of your shirt, Steve, but I imagine that the four nobles are kind of like Power Rangers. 
<laughs> that's how I, that's how I thought about them. And and that makes the Shadow Tigress Zordon. Actually, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I was like, oh yeah, they're like Power Rangers, or like Charlie's Angels. I'm gonna ask a question and don't answer because I feel like you don't want to give me the answer. Okay. But does that imply the Four Nobles were teenagers with attitude and they were given their powers? Don't answer that because I feel like. To, you, know, you know what I'm going to tell you? I don't actually know the answer. I don't actually know the answer. So this is for us to figure out now. I, mm, uh, no, I know the answer. Uh, I mean, I can decide that right now by dictating a scene. If yeah, you, you could, yeah. With the four nobles walking the earth. <laughs> but I don't know if I want to. It's up to you. Yeah. Too, you, don't, you also I'm don't have to do to. two things, so that's fine too. Yeah, no, I'm going to leave it. I think events are hard to think about anyway mm-hmm. for me so okay i think i want to do a dictated scene Ooh. uh with uh which is to say i'm going to talk about the first moment when the descendants of uh shu sorry Shunsha, i'm trying to read upside down uh they uh, come to the southern plains um and i think initially were the southern plains flooded yeah, they were the floodplains. They were they were they were fertile. You can floodplains are great culturally because you can grow rice. Right. So maybe actually they these people didn't used to grow rice. Uh, have we established rice in our in our world here? Well, we've established sure. rice because you you walked through the terraced rice paddies that are outside of Chang'an. Oh yeah, Where you that's encounter true. the the mod mogwai. Right. Okay. I, I think it's actually I think it's actually flooded land. It's a bit swampy and it's a bit uh, boggy. I don't want to give too much uh, context here because I'm doing a, a, a scene here. But I think it's actually uh, the people when they first come came to the land they actually despaired. Uh, they despaired that the land was not very useful to grow the things that they were used to growing. Uh, something that does not grow well in flooded. Well, maybe they came plains. from okay. So uh, for like Chinese history and mm-hmm. Chinese archaeology, uh, there's actually a um, sort of a divide in China's geography where you cannot grow rice. Mm-hmm. And so, and that actually results in different culinary traditions. Whereas in the South of China, it's, it's, it's a monsoon, so you can grow rice. Mm-hmm. But in the North of China, if you think about everything you've seen in the North of China, there are no like monsoon, there's no monsoon there. Right. It's all lus. So it's wind, it's a thin, thin layer of windblown silt oh. that you can grow. And so they grow millet. In the north, yes. So maybe they these the descendants of Shinsha came from the plateau, something yeah. what we can call the plateau. Yeah, that's kind of along the lines of what I'm thinking. Hey, Knowing mom, that. I'm using my education. <laughs> I'm actually really impressed. Yeah. I'm I'm so stunned. This is great. This is what I came for. Yeah. <laughs> this is what you came for to learn about. Yeah, millet. Uh, so yeah, I think that this I think the scene basically revolves around uh, sort of the cultivation of rice, which is to say these people ha- have been fleeing or uh, the the great tearing of the earth, uh, and the they have been sending out uh, sort of some people to go ahead of them, um, and um, a band of five people return from uh, this sort of scouting mission uh, to back to where the village is camped out for the night and has been trying to uh, start fires, but the ground is so soggy and wet that it's like very hard to do that. Uh, they've been able to find, eventually they found like a few rocks and propped it up and made a little fire. Um, and these, these sort of five people return just after um, 
just after sunset and everybody's worried that they're not going to make it. Um, and the leader of the band, who's kind of uh, older and an experienced ranger, uh, speaks to the, the leader, sorry, the leader of the scouts, who speaks to the leader of the band um, and, sa and says something like, it's the same news further south of here. It's all, it's all soggy, marshy, swampy land, madam. Uh, and she turns to him and says, we can't grow anything in this. Uh, we are, our, our people are dying from the mosquitoes and the various, and the insects and the diseases that they carry. And one of the young, youngest, one of the youngest members of the band, um, of the scouts, she pipes up and she uh, has been specifically told not to do that, but she sort of pulls out of her um, pocket uh, wild rice. That she's kind of collected? That she's collected along the way. And she says, maybe we can eat this. And the the leader of the band is, like looks at her skeptically, while the leader of the scouts it basically looks at her like, well, you are speaking out of turn, young lady. You should not be speaking. But she sort of, the madam uh, asks her to come forward. And the youngest uh, scout uh, pulls these uh, rice um like you know they takes them out of the shell or whatever um and offers it to the madam who bites into it uh and it's hard and brittle because yeah. uncooked rice is very hard now the shell of the rice is called the husk yes that's right the shell uh, yeah she like unhusks it or whatever the term is yeah you're learning so much about <laughs> I, I work in it man no it's all good no, uh, no, go for it. Uh, agriculture is not my specialty i live in a big city um so uh yeah i think that's the scene is the first discovery of rice and uh, it doesn't actually go super great so i'm gonna make that dark i've got the perfect guest for this if we want to just do an episode focusing on this event food history food is history. so interesting yes. i love that stuff I have, yes do we want to do this yes please is it okay if the person's not asian yeah <gasps> uh, we have a focus All right. uh maybe if you could put that under Oh, is this a, so this is, is a, a period? period? No, no, it's a it's a scene. So scenes are uh, oh, vertical again. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, okay, I have a question, and this is more of like logistics, because the way that you described it, Amara, you were talking about villages and all that. Um, I want to ask, what is our degree of social complexity? <laughs> this is like sort of the the archaeologist in me, of course. But what is the degree of social complexity that we are that is characteristic of these people at the age of magic card that we have here? Or oh, at the beginning of the... At the beginning, because the that kind of informs where we go, right? Are they a complex society? Do they have states? Um, are they a, a, a fledgling state-level society? Because so, that, that would make sense to me, mm -hmm. um, where they have different ideals. Because it looks like, although right here we're already seeing different shifts in religion, um, perhaps it's uh, you know decentralized bands, mm -hmm. and then they become centralized states. So I would push back on that uh, by suggesting that uh, because the periods here could be decades, could be centuries, yeah. and like human societies have rarely done a straight line from lower complexity Absolutely. to higher complexity. So each period could have a different level of complexity. True. Yeah. And I also think because when 100%. we were talking about the rice, uh, that is after the Great Migration. And the, the Great Migration, I think, has split up. Um, a lot of people as well, just by nature of migrations mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, and also maybe coalesced other people. Mm -hmm. So, and then, and also migration, like these kind of forced migrations are just very disruptive in terms of societal um, structures it, in general. So. You know, be spit, spitballing this, you know, be really interesting then if we're going to have this separation of people, 
is if there are people who go south and there are people who maybe risk the crumbling plateau, because I'm literally imagining Ooh, the plateau yeah. crumbling. <gasps> you yeah. should write that. We can't add that in, though. It's not my turn. Yes, you should do that on your turn. Um, but who, <laughs> who risk the, the plateau crumbling? I'm imagining that the people who chose to stay became the kingdom of birds. Ooh, interesting. And that's the confederacy of the blade. And the people who went to right. Sha are there. And maybe this conflict between the two that takes place in our game mm -hmm. is a result of this ancient history that Ooh. none of the characters know of. Interesting. Um, okay. So uh, that was uh, my turn as the legacy. So now the new lens is Steve. Well, what's going to be your focus? Four nobles walk the earth. We wrote it down <laughs> and you said Power Rangers. And I'm like, no, let's talk about this. And you're more. wearing a Black Ranger shirt. Yeah. Let's do this. The Cool Ranger. The Cool Ranger? The Black Ranger traditionally is like the cool one. Like I liked the Green Ranger. Yeah, the, the Green Ranger has problems. I know. That's why he was, he, was, he was a tortured soul. Yeah, he was. Okay. All right, guys. But I also like the actor. Jason David Frank is a great actor. He's Sorry. a great actor, but he's also like really cool with fans. You, you, do you watch him? Do you, like, do you follow him on Instagram? No, but I do follow his like YouTube stuff. Yeah, so. he's cool. Yeah. So that's the focus. Yeah. So our where our focus is going <laughs> the to focus be is Power Rangers, Fantasy uh, Power Rangers. <laughs> so just because I said this is my focus doesn't limit everyone to like this particular period. Nope. They can like the as long as that is our general theme. Yeah. the The general theme, I guess, would be the four nobles. Yes. Yeah. What What noble would you want to be, Daniel? The White Tiger. The White Tiger. Okay. Well, he stole mine. Oh, I'm sorry. No, with Jung Jungir, I gotta be the. No, 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 is, no. It's yeah. okay. You can. You no, I, I'm gonna be the Kah, the Vermilion Bird. Oh, sorry, not the Jade Bird. <laughs> not the Jade Bird. No, I'm the Vermilion Bird. Okay. Uh, you said what? You were gonna. Uh, no, no. You line. Uh, line. I've forgotten what the what the four Azure again. The Azure Dragon. The the black, uh, black turtle. turtle. The Vermilion Bird and the White Tiger. Ooh, obviously the dragon. Here's your dragon. There's your dragon. What do you want to be, Steve? Black turtle. Well, oh, darn it. I know, right? Too uh, bad. You stole you, her from and me. And you asked me. I know. <laughs> I know. That means Agatha's the white tiger. I, I really was split on the I thought black you picked white tiger. No, I, I went Vermilion Bird because oh. Amar wanted white Jason tiger. Jason David Frank played the white ranger who has a white tiger. I don't want to be a white tiger. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a Power Rangers game. I'm a shrimp. I'm not. I'm serious. Shrimp needs to be with other... Ocean creatures. Anyway. Anyways. Right. So I, I, I picked the focus, the mm -hmm. lens. Yes. The lens. You're uh, the, you lens the lens and you pick the focus. Because okay. the lens focuses. Oh. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh. Oh, is Agatha just getting this now? You've played this game before. <laughs> You've run this game before. I have, indeed. There was a big talk at the beginning about like both of you having run this, but both differently and there was a like who's right no am i no. doing it wrong no the talk was that i ran this two times and i i was wrong <laughs> or i played this twice and they were both wrong. i don't think you could be wrong though when like when running this anyways, because it's just fine. we're having this conversation yeah I anyways i firmly believe as long as you're having fun you're doing it right so yeah yes absolutely. just like we talked about except for when in the last episode of each represent yeah well, yeah go back and listen to it yeah so do I have to do anything else as like my role? Um, so yes, as uh, you declare the focus and then you create either one uh, new thing or two nested things. So that can be a period uh, and an event or an event and a scene. Okay, so I'm going to choose an event uh, and the event is the death. Oh, I thought you were, go, go Power Rangers. <laughs> death of Kui, the... Oh, man. Shadow. Yeah, too bad. 
Shadow Tigress. 1G or 2? I, I think it's just 1G. Yeah. And is that it light or dark? Light or dark. This is seen as a dark. I thought you were going to say a light thing. Dark event. Uh, okay, so the Shadow Tigress is not one of the four. No, she is no. the leader of the four nobles. Why are there two tigers? Oh, wait. No. Yeah, why are there two tigers? Why are there? Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm like beckoning with my with my arm. Why are there? Yeah, yeah it's uh, your turn. Sorry, what's the difference between that and the four nobles walk the earth? Uh, I think the four nobles. They. I think the four nobles. Well, I didn't write that one. So yeah, I'm asking. <laughs> the difference is it isn't oh, but mine. In the, but in the lore, or why would why do you want to add another one that? I think it, that this is a what specific, in your mind is the four nobles. So I think walk the four the in my mind the four nobles walking the earth means they appear. Oh, okay. I see. That's not how I conceptualized so it. What did you want it to be? I think it's that, like, walk the earth and encapsulates, like... Like their life or their yeah, career or whatever. Like, they, they're they there, they did things. But, so... But, but, like, within that... So maybe that would have been better as a period, maybe? Is it? Mm. It could be. Because the events tend to be a little more specified. Sure. I mean, that sounds, I mean, when you say that, Amar, it sounds, yeah. It makes more sense. Okay. Do we want to switch it? We could. What, what's, what is the ruling yeah. on this, Amar? Yes. Uh, yeah, whatever. Like, if, if that's what we feel <laughs> com- we like. Okay, so if we did make this a period, you can just rewrite it uh, horizontal. Uh, Vert. I, I do feel Vert. like, I do feel like this is. Because it's an event, right? So an event uh, is an instance. But I do feel like this happens during the time that the earth is healed though like i i, I feel like these two are tied absolutely can i suggest yes and this can please. definitely challenge me the four nobles walking the earth is the period it's the the time that they walked and did things on the earth and then the earth is healed as an event yeah we can flip it I, i'm not too bad and i totally challenge I, I like me. that oh that makes sense yeah let's do that yeah okay okay so you want to write that out and then yeah, i'll yeah. figure this thing out yeah yeah, yeah. so I'll rewrite the Earth one. Okay. So that means, so now we have the four nobles walk, walk the, earth. the Earth as a period. Yes. And then the Earth is healed as an event. Where do we want to put the Earth is healed before I write this one? You, what? It, well, no, no, no. Uh, that kind of collaboration, you just well, look, This, this has to go somewhere. Okay, so Steve put it there. Yeah. I, I put it here. I put it before the death of Kui. Okay. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. Well, I'm not forever. No, no, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, it would be super funny if like they were flipped and like that's like a whole like oh <laughs> that implies something, right? And it implies different things, which is again, as I keep saying, the magic of this game. I like this is how this is broken down because it really reminds me of like basically anime, right? Like how animes are really set up. Like a period is like the Saiyan saga in Dragon mm-hmm. Ball Z, yeah, and the event is. Napa and Vegeta fight the Z team. Yes. And then a scene is a filler episode. Yeah. Well, a, a, scene, would, a scene would be like a when Vegeta's tail like, gets cut oh, off. Oh, yeah. someone's yeah. cat is lost. Let's all go search for it for a whole episode. <laughs> That's my favorite Dragon Ball Z episode. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the cat? Have you played the Kakarot game? No. You know, there's a new game, right? Oh, yeah, there's a new game. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm hearing mixed things about it. So I wrote a new event, and it's Koi leads the four nobles on a campaign against the darkness. Yeah, nice. and then I'm gonna put that under as the first event of the four nobles walk the earth. Okay, 
to the new order within the period of the Four Nobles Walk the Earth is Kui leads the Four Nobles uh, on a campaign against the darkness, followed by, at some point, the Earth being healed, followed by, at some point, the death of Kui, the Shadow Tigress. Yay. Yay. All right, it's your turn, Amar. Yes. Um, the focus for this round was, remind me? Uh, the, the four nobles. Four nobles. Four Power nobles. Rangers. Man. I think, sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. Um, I think maybe that sort of a, a four-person or five-person uh, team or whatever, like that is a recurring feature of this history, actually. So I'm thinking actually like, um, a previous incarnation of the four nobles, essentially. You uh, mean the five elements? The Wu Xing? Uh, sure, yeah, that. Uh, that Why right. would five become four? <laughs> well, so yeah, I mean, I, I guess, I mean, there's five because there's a there's Kui, right? So. Gold, fire, wood. <laughs> Water. God. See, this is why it's the Power, the Power Rangers era. Yeah. Um, I would call in the earlier iteration the four heralds. Mm. Oh, then are these? Do the four heralds become the nobles, uh, or are they like reborn or reincarnated? Mm. Or ooh, ooh now I want to see where this goes. Right, the four heralds fall. I think. Wow, <laughs> that's sad. Is this a positive or a negative? I think this is a positive thing. Yeah, cool. Oh. And I think. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm so confused. Why is it? What, what do you mean by oh, that? Oh, whoops! That was supposed to be an event. Okay, I'm just going to. While you rewrite that, can I? Can we ask some questions to clarify? Sure. Why? Why is it positive? What happened? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> 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 Amar. Amar, so Amar wrote four, and then he started running heralds, and then after the R went to the next line, so it was four her alds. Well, Amar is just You're super cash with all of these, and I love it so much. Well, I'm trying to write big, and these cards no, aren't. They are. They are. Definitely they're, very big. They're huge. I, you can tell. I'm give that you to can you. tell which ones of our. You can definitely tell which ones are Steve. And then between Agatha and I. Yeah, we're pretty. We're pretty distinct. Uh, we're we're like on neatness level. We're around the same. We're on the same. Amar has character. All right, back to the question. I want I want I want answers. Okay. Yeah. So I think. Um, so I guess what I'm trying to convey here is. Um, this concept of like the four nobles, uh, there's four important kind of catalysts, I think, in multiple ages. I think this is a recurring feature. Maybe it's the same spirit that's reincarnated a bunch of times or the same sort of entities, not spirit, entities that are kind of reincarnated uh, over and over again. Or there's just this is just a recurring feature of the history. Right. Um, and I think this actually goes all the way back to the age of magic. And it's. Uh, I'm making it the first event in the Age of Magic uh, that the four heralds fall. Okay, so why is that a positive thing? Yeah, why is well, it a positive know, thing? We don't know because we haven't explored that. What? So I, I, my idea about it, which again, you're all welcome to challenge or, or you know, conceive of in a slightly in a different way or whatever, reframe, uh, is uh, that 
the reason why this is positive is because this version of the four heralds is a, is on the side of the magic people, and they're not on the side of Xia. And that maybe these entities are reincarnated into each age, but they're not necessarily always take they they don't always take the same side. Oh. I think they like you know if you know in in kind of a almost Tolkienian kind of sense if like you know the age of magic is ending and the age of man is coming up this time around they support you know the men. But yeah, it's, it's interesting because if if these four sort of heralds, divine beings, or whatever mm-hmm. keep appearing. All of a sudden, they're led by a mortal. Ooh, yep. who is Koi? Yeah, and maybe that's why they sided with the with the people of Shea rather than the divine beings like themselves. Yeah, but it's a positive thing because that needs to happen because they are on the side of the other, the other, whatever others. I think. Okay, that was my thought about it. Okay. My turn. Why did, in as few words or as many words as you want, why are they called the heralds? I think they get a new name every in every incarnation. What were they supposed to herald? Yeah. Okay. The apocalypse. Yeah, right. I, I mean, I think what the in this case, I, I was kind of conceiving of them as heralding the end of the Age of Magic. So they're considered the heralds, like the people of Shia called them the heralds because they heralded the end, end of the Age of Magic. Um, did they call them the Four Nobles because they bring about an age of nobility and sophistication? Ooh, I like that. Yeah. These these are the names that the historians give them today in the game we're playing. Yeah. Basically, this yeah, is Jack. this is now going... the otherworldly people might call the four heralds the four betrayers or something. Yeah, sure. yeah. This is going to be an episode that the four of us will have to listen to many many times. Yep. Oh my gosh, that's so true. Right, because yeah. like we're all going to have to listen to this at least once or twice to take down all this information, and then we're going to have to find a way to organize this all. And I think Trello is definitely the solution to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll make a Trello board and just keep adding to it because, like, the idea of the four heralds and the idea that well, all of a sudden these four betrayer, or betrayal, or betrayers, sorry, yep. or whoever, are finally led by a mortal, bringing about this this five, which mm-hmm. is um, emblemic in in Chinese culture because four is death. Yep. Oh, is that right? Yes. Oh, then that's even more appropriate. The four heralds. But I like that. Four in this case can is now much more ambiguous. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just not good, is it? it like it doesn't but, imply their death, but it's death. It brings about death. Well, I like That's that in this it. world, it's ambiguous. Yes, and also death is not necessarily always a bad thing. If yeah. you're a phoenix, <laughs> <Okay>. if you're <laughs> That's me, the yeah. or a Jungian. <laughs> Second question I had, and I'll probably be fast. Um, when you wrote fall, based on what you talked about, would you say maybe the word, like, defeat is more appropriate? Or, yeah. Or did they actually just, like, fall is more appropriate? Um, yeah, probably defeat is, I guess, the because tone maybe of they fall. Because maybe they return all that. They, they weren't defeated, so they've they've fallen out of their position, and could then be. they will return. Yeah, could be. It's I, like Team I mean, Rocket. you can make a scene in there, right? Totally. And you could say this is the moment of the fall, and the fall is actually a moral failure that they don't defeat, but that they've lost the core of who they are, and then that it itself destroys them. Absolutely. Yeah, I just wanted to get in your head of like what you thought. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's uh, that's uh, an exercise left to the reader. Totally. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make a production call. We are nearing the two hour mark mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. this recording. That final episode will likely not be two hours but um 
I think it would be really cool if Steve was actually, instead of me being the last one, it was actually you because mm-hmm. I'm normally leading. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I like this. Okay. Well, you get this smile on your face. So I get a huge smile. You're going to give me full power over I'm this? I'm giving you full power. I'm the producer now. <laughs> Here are my judgment calls. No, no. Um, <laughs> just wipe the table clean. Did you, did you want me to end with like a, a last microscope? I still need uh, to. Well, no. So yeah, Agatha still, Agatha still needs to. Yeah. Okay. Agatha will basically end with the legacy. So Agatha is ending. What? Well, or we could we could skip the legacy. Yeah, we can skip end. that for the oh, last Oh, no, because you, you have... You're, so yeah, so who's the lens of, right now? Uh, so Steve is the lens right I now. I have not gone yet. Yes. Uh, Agatha will go, and then Steve will get to go one more time, and he gets to kind of have the last word about it all. And then we'll end it there. Okay. We'll it there. okay so uh, And then we'll do a quick review. Yeah, we're going to do a yeah. quick review, and okay. then we'll do all that stuff. Sweet. So mine is a dictated scene, which it, uh, which I'm not really going to go into that much detail for. It is, this is under the super session of the first mentors. And during this, uh, I think the uh, a key pivotal event in it is uh, there was um, some kind of a ceremony that was done. And uh, I think... What I wrote down is Quay, the first mentor, is sealed into a something. Oh, shit. Does someone have an idea? Wait, what? Quay, the first mentor, is, is sealed qu- into a... Jade. Yes, definitely a jade something. Like stone, like another. Like this has happened multiple times. You uh, mean like Han Solo? Carbonite. Uh, sorry, I've never watched Jade it. Carbonite. Um, maybe, uh, maybe a weapon? Or do you think more of like an like an object, an art, a piece of art? Because <gasps> it's if it's stored in a weapon that maybe somebody else could reclaim later to gain the powers of Kui. The anyway. Shadow Tigers. Well, this is Kui, the mentor, the first mentor. Yes. Or is it the same character? They are the that's, same. That's what I. That's but what I've. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. They, they are, are the same. same. Okay. They we are, are the same. That they are the same. I am saying yes. yes. Okay, so I thought they were mortal. Yeah, because they do die. Hmm. Well, they weren't. They aren't actually mortal because that's not on the board. Immortals can be killed. Yeah, no, no. That's that was True. what I was saying. Uh, sorry, I meant more like in theory, these could be centuries, kind of thing. Right? Yeah, sealed implies that maybe something magical or supernatural is happening mm, that might right. like make Arthur. the make the yeah exactly yeah they've been sealed yeah, into in a what a what into a vermilion shade <laughs> uh, shade. <laughs> what if it was a pot? Ooh, hey, how about the first Jingda pot? The pottery. Oh. Yeah, I just blew this wide open. <laughs> That's horrifying because we know they live in real time. They're not frozen in place. It's like a Black Mirror thing. Yeah, that's yeah. horrifying. Well, me. maybe not. Like, maybe the rest of them are imitations of the very first one, which is, in fact, a, an actual sealed. This is being. terrible. How is this? Okay. All right. You say terrible. I think this is great. Keep going. Quay is the first mentor. No, Quay the first mentor is sealed into a. What do you want it to be? It's you... not a pot, but it should be pottery. I like the idea of the jingda. Yeah, I like it, but then Steve's also like that's terrifying. Well, and we haven't no. established why. If they're sealed into a pot, that's like almost like a punishment. Maybe they're trapped into one. I mean, I'm, now I'm kind of thinking of like the genie, right? Like the canonical yes. genie uh, stored in a pot uh, under the seal of Solomon. A punishment or a... Um, uh, or maybe they're saving... An, an investment. Yeah, so maybe <gasps> Koi... So no, so, so, no, <laughs> so dark. So maybe Koi is a mortal 
with great power. So they seal their essence in a pot to later be used when in into need. A por- I don't know. Porcelain yeah, let's mash it all up. Into a porcelain. Break in case of emergency. That yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is just the person with the little, little hammer there. A porcelain <laughs> teapot. <laughs> really? No, I don't know. Um, what are some cool porcelain items? Uh, I mean, go, they Daniel, come go. in Plates, various cups, shapes. Bowls. It could be a statue. statue. It could literally just be a statue. Statue. Instead of, well, I guess, porcelain statue, that would be... It would be a relatively small Figurine. Yeah. Figurine. Fi- or statuette. Fi- figurine. And I think, it's, so in this scene, um, it's... It'd be really neat if it's a figurine that's actually a toy that the Empress plays with. So or it's like a literal literal guardian. Oh. So I think when uh when this scene is like right after the ceiling, and then Quay is looking out um into the world from this figurine and asking why. And uh you don't see who it is that sealed her. But they say, I'm sorry, Mentor, but this is an investment. This is an investment. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Where is this going? Under the supersession of the first Mentor. Oh, boy. Okay. So now. And it's dark. Ooh, yeah. yeah. and it's dark. But I, now I wonder, because, I mean, the official story is the first Mentor vanished, right? But maybe what actually happened is I got trapped inside a thing, maybe. Maybe they were all killed off except for. They were all thought to be killed off. Oh, yeah. Who Maybe. knows? Yeah. It's like The Last Jedi. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch that. Anyway, but I don't remember it very well. Okay, so we're going to end with Steve. Okay. Steve. Is that, does that mean I get to like choose the last like thing that happens? Thing that game? happens. Awesome. So now, can, we'll, we'll be continuing this and adding yeah. on to it. Awesome. But. Uh, so for reference, you can, do, uh, you can create either a period, an event, or a scene, or... Two nested things. Perfect. We're going to do a scene, and this scene is not dictated. This scene is played by all of us. Amazing. Uh, so, oh. hello, everyone. Welcome to the funeral of Kui, where the four nobles all speak one last sentence before putting Kui to rest forever. But I don't want to be the you don't, white tiger. You don't have to be the white tiger. <laughs> I'll be the white tiger. How about that? I'll be the white tiger. You could be the vermilion bird. <laughs> So the scene is the nobles, the nobles, uh, the four nobles, the, 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 the four uh, nobles grieve the loss of Kui. Mm. Well, so actually, um, there is a uh, the way that the scene rules work in this game. I mean, we could just do it freeform, but the way they work in this game is you state a question, and the scene ends when that question is resolved. What do they say? What do they say at Kui's final resting ceremony? Perfect. Ah. What do they say at Kui's funeral? Also, I'll be the white tiger. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm white fine. Tiger. I, no. Oh, I, was, I had a thing for the white tiger. Oh, thing. sorry. Okay, no. No, it's okay. No, do you, if you have a thing for it. I'm all, I, and this Kui is mortal, right? Kui is... It actually... It's, I've only said that this is their final... This is for sure their final resting time. They're okay. put to rest forever. So that's going to go over there. Yep. Okay. Okay. So what, what do they... Am I the dragon? Who are we? Uh, you uh, want to be the dragon? Are you... Yeah, you're no, the turtle. No, uh, Steve's the vermilion bird, or is Steve the turtle. You're the vermilion bird. <laughs> well, Steve gets to decide. <laughs> I will go last. What? I, so I you get the, to pick. I pick the scene, so you can you can pick. I get the scene. Turtle, turtle. <laughs> go for okay, the you're the vermilion bird. I'm taking it. Um, I'm vermilion bird. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. I'll take dragon. Okay. So I'm the white tiger. Rawr. Okay. Cool. 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 
Um, so Steve will pose the question and then we will answer. So yep. the, the question is, what do the four nobles say at Kui's final resting ceremony? Okay. The white tiger says, once you were in the vanquisher, then the shadow tigress. Your title has changed, but you will always have my heart. Um, I think the, the dragon is, it's quite a large dragon, especially compared to everybody else, I think. Um, and so it's kind of only got its head in with everything else. Like it's a, you know, like the yeah. head itself is so, like. So one of the things I imagined was that the four nobles were like people with the power of these things rather than the actual animal. Oh, okay. Uh, in that case, yes. So we've, yeah. They, it could be a big, big person. Yeah, no, yeah. So maybe they're like a really big person and maybe they've got um, two different colored eyes, uh, heterochromatia. Uh, yeah. I think I said that right. Mm -hmm. um, and <clears throat> they kind of like, ro their eyes kind of rove around uh, lazily and also in a sort of slightly predatory fashion, uh, sort of befitting the dragon that they embody the, the powers of. And say, there is a great circle to life. Great beings are born and die in each of these great ages. Kui, you will be remembered as one of the best. Out of the shadows um, emerges the black turtle, dressed fittingly all in black. Um, it's almost like she wasn't there before. And she walks up to uh, one of the... What, what do you call those? Those fire things? The pyres? Like the funeral fires? But it's not a pyre because Sensor? we're not... Yeah. Is that what that what is? What, you burn incense in? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's, it's a sensor. sensor yeah. um, and uh, she takes out, <clears throat> excuse me, a, a handkerchief with something wrapped inside, and she throws it into the flames. And you can see that what was in the handkerchief... Um, are shattered pieces of porcelain. Oh, oh, damn. Okay, Steve. The vermilion bird keeps his distance away from all the other nobles and mutters under his breath, I'm so sorry, and leaves the funeral before everyone else. Whoa. What does he have to be sorry <laughs> for? I was imagine like slowly, here. Slowly, like silently flying away in a single feather. Yep, a cannon, cannon, feather. <laughs> jade feather, <laughs> <laughs> okay. and then it starts turning everything into jade. Now, <laughs> do we do, do we want to do a, a quick review? From... Let's do a quick review. Um, so these are our periods, starting with the Age of Magic. Um, so within the Age of Magic. There were four heralds who fell. Magic suddenly disappeared, and the War of the Sands occurred. Following the Age of Magic was the Binding of Chaos. Xunxia bestows magic upon her people. There's an uprising in Jingde. 
The first mentors choose their disciples. The succession of the first mentors occurs, and suddenly, Kui, the first mentor, is sealed into a porcelain figurine. Steve, did you want to? So the the next age here is the the binding of chaos. So Shinsha bestows magic upon. Mm-hmm. Wait, I just said that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're at the tearing of earth. So yeah, the next period is the tearing of earth. The first event is the Great Migration, which is a dark time. Following that, the descendants of Shinsha settle the southern floodplains, which is known as a positive time. And uh, within that, we played out the scene or we dictated the scene of the first time rice was discovered by these descendants. He has to read it upside down. The next period is the period that is remembered as the uh, mythical getting of the uh, will of the sky. Within that, there were some important events. An Hui, commander of the forces, destroys the crane stronghold, and the truth of the will of the sky is revealed. However, Panyan begins to write the history of Xia, which is a dark uh, event, perhaps it is not entirely consistent with the truth. Agatha, do you want to read the last one? Uh, I can read the last two, yes. So the next period is the four nobles walk the earth. Within that, Quay leads the four nobles on a campaign campaign, campaign. campaign against the darkness. The earth is healed. And the death of Quay, the shadow tigress, occurs. Within that, there was the scene where the four nobles attended uh, her final rites. And then after that is the period where we have the reign of Empress Zhoushia. And that was our first of probably first of many sessions of Dungeons and Asians microscope edition. Um, do we want to quickly just go through thoughts like Steve, you you've never played this before. No, and like I just have so many good things. Is that an order to right. say about Should it? We? That looks like the order. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I have so many good things about this. Like this is my first time playing, and just like everything that everyone contributed was like meaningful, was very impactful, and I definitely felt a lot. And this is to date my favorite way of collaboratively like telling a historical story. If that totally checks out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've been in a number of games where the first session was we collaboratively created the world. Uh, and then we played the game in one of those worlds. So this is a great tool for that kind of collaborative world building. Agatha, do you have anything? It was good. I, I, I'm very interested in a couple of the things that we have mentioned now. Yeah. For, for me, I think this was nice because up until now, a lot of the world building and history is created by me. And I really like that everybody you know, got an equal say in what's going on. Uh, that being said, Dear listener, if there was something that we mentioned today that you are very excited about, you want to know more about, let us know your favorite. Let us know if you'd like the, the first finding of rice, uh, the great migration, be it the, the four heralds falling. Let us know what, what your favorite one was on Twitter. Uh, you can get in touch with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at AZNSrepresent. Uh, so once again, please, like, I just want to say thank you for listening to this experimental episode of our show. Now, Asians Represent is part of the OneShot Podcast Network. If you head to OneShotPodcast.com, you can listen to a variety of amazing podcasts like, we normally do the broadswords, but I'm going to do a different one today. It's the Character Creation Cast. Each month, Character Creation Cast creates characters for a different game with guests from the RPG world, then examines the process in depth. 
Uh, Amelia and Ryan, the hosts of this show, is are just a wonderful people. And uh, so shout out to them and their wonderful, wonderful podcast. So again, if you have any questions about the episode, the themes we discussed, tell us your favorite moment. You can get in touch with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at AZNSrepresent or via email at AZNSrepresent at OneShotPodcast.com. Steve and I, we have a book coming out, Unbreakable. It's an anthology with a lot of amazing Asian writers and artists. Uh, you can learn more about that. Join the mailing list at UnbreakableRPG.com. Uh, Asians Represent is going to be at BreakoutCon, March 20th weekend. So, you know, come say hi. We're going to do a meetup. We're going to do a panel. And we're going to do a live Dungeons & to Asians with Kiana confirmed. Whoa. Um, so that being said, I'm Daniel. I'm Amar. I'm Agatha. I'm Steve. And you've just listened to Asians Represent. Represent.